Welcome to National Prayer Breakfast. Howdy, howdy. <clears throat> you know the drill. I, I'm not going to keep saying who I am. Um, I think you should. I, uh, you guys know who I am. Who say my, you? say my name. Say my Jesse. You're my Jesse. Do you know that? No, actually, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm the, yeah? I'm the Heisenberg. I think yeah. you're Jesse. For sure, I'm Jesse. I'm gonna dive an overdose with my goth girlfriend. Yeah, sweet. You are actually. When I first met you, my brother was like, "Dude, that's your Jane or whatever the fuck." That's dope. Yeah. That's cool. Um, no, <laughs> we're late this week because we had a little emergency come up. Um, and uh, by emergency, I mean uh, earth, wind, and fire came to Starlight Theater, and Liv needed to go to that with, uh, with her mom and Janet. Yeah, fucking Janet came out. Liv, Liv. And Haley and Dobby. Janet and Mom. Oh Ma. Oh Ma. <laughs> Went Gee, out. They're gonna get T-shirts made. Well, I can't wait. You know, if we ever have a a, a wedding, mm-hmm. um, I, I it'll be fun to see what sort of because like your sister will be your your uh, maid of honor or whatever. So she'll throw a party for you, oh and God. she'll it'll be uh, it'll be for her. It'll be well, it'll be for Instagram. <laughs> it'll be very Instagram friendly. My my question is, if your sister th- you're so different from your sister, like if she throws you a party, is she going to um do like is she going to? do a Olivia themed party or is it going to be like something from Pinterest you know um she would probably do this something she from likes Pinterest. to express herself on, uh, with stuff from Pinterest which yeah. is fine me too yeah. me yeah. too me too hey I oh I don't know I've t- I've kind of been telling her like I don't please I would never want any of this yeah. Like, every time she throws a party, I'm like, oh my god, I will never fucking do this. Right. So. Can I just say, we are riding off a, you know, it's Wednesday night, but we are riding off a weekend where um, uh, Catch a Trying Star, the, the show that I run with, Ryan Tricky at the Rhino, it's sold out. Uh, which is huge. That never happens at the Rhino for comedy shows. Never yeah. happens. Never. Unheard of. But you know the last guy to do it. Well, I think wow. it was Little Dayton Bissett or something. Or with uh, um, when Mark Norman came through. Oh, That's yeah. neither here nor there. We got. Really we got to. We got to uh, protect hey, people's time. Easy on the mini umbrella tree. Uh. <laughs> Olivia cares about her plants a lot. I do. You can see my bird of paradise is blooming. She almost—it's almost as if she projects human qualities onto them. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. You know, if I didn't know better, I'd say she's delusional. Maybe a little bit. They're my friends. She is very sensitive about it. I like to close the blinds during the day. <laughs> she does not like that. 
Olivia, you know, she selected a home that has a bedroom that has just a glass door. What the fuck is up with that? Why do we we sleep in the room with the fucking glass door? It's for the aesthetic. I don't give a goddamn. I love it. I don't give a goddamn. I love being able to close my bedroom door and see outside. Like, I my feel whole so life, safe and secure. My whole life, I've never had privacy. Yeah? Never had privacy. Never. never once. Do your parents take uh, take your door off the hinges ever? Well, no, they didn't take the door off, but I never had a lock. That's for sure. Wow. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's real fucked up. Whatever. Um... Uh, I'm performing at KC Irish Fest. Aaron goes Irish this weekend. I um, Are you Irish? So I wanted to do such a... When I announced that today on my Instagram, you know? You wanted- I wanted to do some, like, fucking offensive shit. But then I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is a different sort of deal. They won't understand. Yeah. You know, I did do, like, a low-key, like, kind of nod to, like, I don't know if you saw on that. I like, didn't see it, yeah. So, I, I took one of my paintings of Christopher Maltesanti, uh, who is from The Sopranos. It's okay. my painting I made of him. And it's with a collector of mine in California mm-hmm. right now. Uh, oh. Not to brag. Oh. Not to brag. With the collector. Which, by the way, not to toot my own horn. There's going to be a lot of toot it. Actually, you know what? Fuck that. There's going to be a lot of horn tooting this episode. Oh. Uh, but. <laughs> Don't explode. I am the artist for the working man. I don't I don't sell my art to the elites because they don't want it. <laughs> Would uh, you? But I, I sell art in a price range uh, that is just kind of for the working man. It's for the baristas out there. Yeah. It's for the fucking nannies. And the... Uh, but also, it's for tech workers who, like, they feel empty in their lives. And they're like, they're like, I want to support and help artists. And they get meaning from that. And I love that, too. Yeah. I... I love getting support because it validates it validates my feelings, uh, and it's like it's nice because it's like, fuck you, mom. Oh, fuck you, ma'am. Oh, or whatever. Like, yeah. fuck you, man. Fuck you, people who are like, uh, <coughs> I don't know. Like, don't fucking don't do art. Don't do art. It's it's so hard to make a. Yeah, no shit. But if you I mean if all if, fails if you're a real artist, you're gonna suffer for it. Yeah. And I'm I'm down for suffering. I've not for the- I have not yet begun to suffer. Yeah. Wow. I am ready. If, like, Bring on the ha- suffering. Would you ever become like a, a yes. high school art teacher? <laughs> I would only do that if uh in order to pollute the minds of uh the youth and like convert them to socialism yeah but so like <laughs> no i'm kidding i i do like i like teaching people i know art stuff uh i just don't know if i'm any damn good at it really yeah i don't think you're organized enough to be a teacher this no. but i am i i'm good at like teaching art uh in a way that's fun 
Like uh, Sunday service. Sunday service is a good goddamn hang. It's a good time. You know what? It's a good time because like people show up uh, who don't do art at all, and they're amazed by what they can do. And then there's also I'm people who do art do. all the time, and they fucking they they just use it as an excuse to to do something fun. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> something fun and quick. <laughs> Be nice to yourself, you know. Yeah. Just like let yourself. Play with some fucking crayons. That's hard. Be a kid again. Crayons. Be a fucking kid again. Be a little widow. Put on a little fucking choo-choo hat and go to the fucking crown center. Fritz's. Fritz's. Fucking get, get there. Get you a burger that's delivered on a goddamn choo-choo. That you order on a telephone. A choo-choo train. You order it on a telephone. You call the fucking God, conductor. that place. Can we talk about what hell... Fritz's is in crowd hey, why don't you hand me that goddamn lighter? We uh, even, remember oh, when we went? What? Oh my god, the weight and like it was so embarrassing. Mm. Like I love my mom, so my mom she's seventy, which is wild to say out loud. Jeez. But like she is kind of a Karen. Wolf. So she's from a generation. Of, uh... Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, if you're our age... No, she's a restaurant complainer for sure. No. Listen. <laughs> listen. We're not saying... What there is are burning? A, can I... What are you talking about? Is something burning? This? Okay. Oh my god. Will you let me say my thing? Okay, yeah, I think that's what it is. Sorry, I freaked out. Well, don't be paranoid right now. Uh, Alright, let me say my thing. Okay, I'm listening. This is important. So there, there's like a whole generation of people my parents' age. And they, for whatever reason, what there is something wrong with people in that generation, their brain, as to where they do not have empathy for workers. Yeah. And they don't make the distinction like if they hate a policy or they hate a price. They think that that's the cashier's fault. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Why are they like that? I was with my dad at the fucking DMV. Mm-hmm. Like a year ago, yeah. we were trying to get my tags figured out and shit. And he like he fibbed on uh like we had to get like a cosig, like we had to get my mom to sign some bullshit, uh, and he was like, "Oh yeah, well you know, we'll go out there and go get her or whatever." Like he was just trying to pull a fast one. Yeah, you know she wasn't there to sign it. He was just gonna forge her signature. And uh, but while he was in there, like he was just like fucking like he was upset because things were difficult. <laughs> and he was taking it out on these fucking employees at the fucking DMV. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you understand, like, this isn't their fault. Yeah. This isn't fucking their fault. Yeah. I don't no, know. 100%. Anyway. They, yeah, they have no goddamn well, it's empathy almost for like, it's almost like, yeah, they just and like, they, don't like, realize the, they're like, well, why they would only I tip? see them why, as, like, why would I tip? Why yeah. would I, why, it's takeout. Why would I tip? Or yeah. like, you know, shit like that. Yeah. It's just like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. 
what the fuck is wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. Or they think like, oh, dude, no one wants to work anymore. Yeah. Like, oh. Well, it's just like crazy to me because like, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? People are fucking poor. And despite what you think. Oh, like, it's like that generation, poor. they they only see workers as like workers. Like, they're almost like they're not human. Yeah. And they like yeah. also don't have a life. Right. Or and they're just, just like, like, they're literally just there to serve you. Right. Like, also, they kind of like, I don't know, they they definitely are more like capitalists in the sense that they, like, they think just in general, profit is more important than anything else. And as we've seen <coughs> under capitalism, like, of course, like, mm-hmm. like, Companies have to generate profits. Yeah. No shit. Uh, but I feel like people, um, people don't realize it doesn't have to be like, well, it's profitable, so we need to like let them do business. Like fucking, you know, that's how you get uh, situations like fentanyl and yeah. And shit like that. Yeah. That's just profiteering off of just slaughter. Yeah. They're just like willfully slaughtering a huge part of the population. And they like just vast numbers, like so many people in these opioid ap- uh, epidemics. And, and they're just, they're allowed to still exist. And it's just like, what the right. fuck? They yeah. get a little slap on the wrist. Yeah. They, those people, like the, I, I, uh, I think it was the same company that did, uh, the, that made fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to say they were involved in Oxy, like, before that. And they got, like, in big trouble for Oxy because they were marketing it as just, like, an afternoon, like, fucking pop a, pop an Oxy. Like, <laughs> you know, um, and they have pharmaceutical, like these companies, they have like pharmaceutical sales reps who just like, they play golf with doctors and just yeah. like suck their dick uh, in order to get them to push these certain medications and yeah. shit like that. And anyway, I'm bringing this up only because like, it, it just seems like, it seems so fucking obvious that profit, profiteering, uh, just without any morality mm-hmm. involved, just profit first, yeah. us first, like, uh, like how the fuck is that idolized? How, like it is, it's I idolized. Know. People fucking love it. People love a story about a guy <laughs> who like 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 take Jeff Bezos or something. Like yeah. we're meant to we're meant to believe that he's inspiring in <laughs> because of what he did. Yeah, they like love him. They're like, well, um, he uh, you know. He did it on the backs of just like uh, I I I don't know. I don't like to throw this word around, but wage slaves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, that's something. Strike one. Yeah. Uh, also, he, um, he, he willfully, 
Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey like, Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos willfully uh, Jeffrey Bezos. doesn't pay his employees enough to like for them to live. Uh, live, so they're on like food stamps and shit, which yeah. just costs the taxpayer. So he's just like, uh, it's and uh, yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, I say I'm probably sounding like a broken record. I, I've probably talked about this before. But, no, get this. But but, but here, this is my so point funny. is like we were talking about generations. No, this is a perfect example, babe. Listen to this story. So, okay. this is some family tea for everyone. So my mom and me and my sister are like, I guess the only like left people in our family yeah. anymore. And so my mom like, about... oh, never mind. Go on. Yeah. No. I don't want to dox or whatever. Yeah. I don't want to out any. Well, anyways. um, It's fine. I just wish I could talk to him for two hours. Just give me two hours. Well, okay, so my mom posted something on Facebook, like, about the student loan relief, or, you know, the student loan debt relief, like, hell yeah, or something. Socialism. And, no, my mom, yeah, like, my mom's pro all about it. Yeah. And then her her brother commented on it and was like, that's not right, you know, if someone takes a loan out, they should pay it back. And, Uh you know, I went to college and I had to work and I had to pay all my loans back. And then his wife chimed in and then, like, another family member chimed in, blah, blah, blah. Right. And they're all like, if you get a loan, you have to pay it back. Yeah. Guess what? Someone, I don't know who it was, Googled like the PPP loans. Uh Uh-huh. Turns out the family member that was complaining about loans (laughs) being forgiven had a $40,000 PPP Uh, loan and had it all forgiven. Yep, yep. And they're just like, well, I don't understand how people, <laughs> you know, and how people are poor. And someone was like, um, okay, you completely, like, the person That's who called they, them out dude. was like, what the fuck, you idiot? I was talking to and my mom And he was like, well, that's, a diff- that's different. You know, those jobs, like, that's what kept people alive. Yeah. What? I was talking to, I was talking to my mom the other day, and she was, uh, she was talking about how... Like, you can't give money to a homeless person because they'll use it to buy drugs, you know? (laughs) And I was just like, what the fuck sort of, like, CIA-sponsored thinking are, like, do you subscribe to where you think, like, you you just have that grim of an opinion about society. It's just like, no, me, uh, me giving this person money... Uh, will allow them to do heroin. <laughs> you know, uh, you're yeah. so cynical. Like, you're so incapable. And, you know, you claim to be a person who loves uh, liberty and personal freedom and individualism yeah. and all that shit and making your own way. Fr- freedom of choice. Very important to these people. But uh, when it comes to uh, shit like... Um, you know, a, a fucking junkie 
uh, or a, a homeless person or whatever. They just they just, they have no empathy. Yeah. They have no, and you know I I don't think that it's. <laughs> We live, like, I'll be honest, we fucking live around poor people. Yeah. Like, fucking poor people. Yeah, yeah. And there's no way that that doesn't, like, change your perspective on it. Like, you don't see things the same way as, like, some person who's, like, just doesn't know a single black person. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Never met a black, like, I mean, met, met black people, of course whatever, had uh, maybe friendships with black people along the way, but they don't know any fucking black But, like, people. yeah, like, like, living in this day... No, living in, like... And they don't, they don't know any, like, actual... Like, they don't know... They have no understanding of, like, how poverty actually, uh, works. actually works. And how, and, and how, you know... People, Maybe you know, the these, only these way people you are always like big, is... like tough on crime. Yeah, uh, sorts of people like law and order, tough on crime, like lock them up. You know, They're sort all gangs. of. Yeah. yeah, in the '90s, it was like Newt Gingrich advert, like advocating for. He tried to pass a bill to, uh, uh, get the death penalty for drug dealers. Yeah, that's insane. Like, yeah, it's it's fucking. It's bonkers, and yet, like, and yet, you know, a a corporation like Chevron can poison and like murder indigenous people. Yeah, and nothing happens. Uh, and nothing. Yeah, nothing really happens. Like they were hit with a lawsuit, but they, you know, they, it was nothing to them. Like it was like they're, they're, they 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 twenty bucks things. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't know that they've paid it because it was in an uh, I believe like an Ecuadorian court or something I don't know yeah. wherever the fuck that happened yeah but yeah I don't I don't know if they actually paid it but you see what I'm saying and no one goes to jail for any of that I know I just, no one goes to jail for it like, makes me sick. No one goes to jail for uh, fucking f- the poisoning of the people of Flint. Like, yeah. no one goes to fucking jail. Why? How? How the fuck? How is no one held responsible? Yeah. That's insanity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, let's fucking uh, crack down on uh, people that smoke weed or, like, Whatever. Or, like, you know, you'll see these police departments, like, posting, like, uh, hey, we had a big fucking bus today. We, <laughs> we caught a, we caught a fucking mother, you know, stealing milk for her child. Uh, yeah. And she's in custody now. Yeah. You know, law and order. Like, if you're the type of person, like, how fucking naive are you as a citizen and how, like, sheepish can you possibly be uh to think that like the cops are there to protect you yeah unless you're a fucking elite corporate fucking um <laughs> you know just oligarch yeah the cops ain't there for you yeah they ain't there for you and you know uh, 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 of course that's a there's another rabbit hole to go down 
I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, they're I, just like, the but cops are just like, I mean, I'm, I'm just now I'm coming th- to terms with, with how these well, I'm thinking about the cops. I think sometimes, I mean, not all of them. There are, there are like no, cool of course. ass. I know, I know guys, I know a guy named Larry and he's old as shit. He looks like fucking Gandalf, <laughs> but he's just, he's just an old folk singer. Yeah. And he just, he lived in the same apartment complex as me, mm. uh, but he had one of the townhouses and he would go to open mic uh, music or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he would just sing his original songs. Uh, <laughs> and they were, they were just like protest, like like Vietnam. Hell shit. yeah. Uh, and he would sing covers too. But uh, I, yeah, I see him. He's like an old lefty or whatever. Yeah. And he likes a lot of the shit that, I don't know. I, I, I think he might have went to Vietnam too. Really? Yeah. It, isn't it interesting? Let's like, get him on the pod. So, like, isn't it interesting how uh, like, there are guys, there are so many guys who were, like, veterans that after they came back from war, they were extremely, like, anti-war. Like, oh, this is all yeah. bullshit. Kurt Vonnegut uh, was like that. Yeah. Uh, Slaughterhouse-Five. I don't know if uh, no. If you you know about Slaughterhouse Five, so Kurt Vonnegut was um, he was a soldier uh, in World War Two, and he was captured by the Germans, and he was brought to Dresden, um, which was this pretty insignificant city. Although it was like I, I don't know, they had like a lot of people there. Okay. Um. But like strategically, it wasn't a big deal. But he he was uh, he was kept in like a, a prison uh, underneath a slaughterhouse, mm. and he wrote this book called Slaughterhouse Five that is based on his experience being in Dresden in German captivity, uh, while the British and the uh, uh, well the Allied forces, the British and the U.S. Uh, bombed, firebombed, and like melted the people of Dresden, um, and he survived because he was underground. And that event, like obviously, like <laughs> defined his like his life and everything, yeah. because he was like he saw the him. he saw the horror. Like you know, he was <laughs> he was fighting for the Allies uh, in World War Two, which we're led to believe like is the good side. And of course, like, they had to defeat fascism. Um, And there's honor in that. Fascism had to be stopped. But at the same time, um, there were horrible war crimes that were done by the Allied powers. Yeah. Like, and, uh, you know, like, and Dresden was one of them. Dresden was um, an intentional civilian... Uh, just mass murder, like uh, unnecessary, and uh, so I don't know. He uh, he wrote this book called Slaughterhouse Five, where he um, it's science fiction slash like real okay. events. So he it's a character named Billy Pilgrim, and Pil- okay. Billy Pilgrim uh, is the narrator, I believe. Or, no, it's from his perspective, like, it's always about Billy Pilgrim. But he is, uh, um, 
he has he experiences time uh, as non-linear. So he like it jumps around. Okay. Like he is, uh, like he's in Dresden or whatever yeah. in the slaughterhouse, and then like uh, he will travel into the future, and he's like back home after the war, okay. and then but it gets like crazier because yeah. he gets abducted by uh, an alien like race called Tremalfadorians or something. Anyway. Uh, it's a really fucking good book. It's like it's okay. super. Uh, it's super like cynical. Like it, it talks about how pointless it is to make an anti-war book, uh, while he's making an anti-war book, uh, because uh, you know you might as well like fight the tide of the ocean or something. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a force that like can't be stopped. Yeah. Uh, which is like a depressing way to start you know anything but it really does it makes you fucking think it, it you know uh, okay maybe i'll i'll read it uh Put it at the top of the list vonnegut's my uh, he's my yeah, boy. boy i love him like i know it's like a very a lot of people roll their eyes at vonnegut but uh don't fucking sleep on him he's it is candy you know mm-hmm. but it's fucking humorous shit like yeah. he was a funny motherfucker and he also, he was himself to a T. He made these little drawings, and they are shit. Like, they are bullshit. <laughs> uh, but they're so him that you're just like, that's beautiful. Like, yeah. that's perfect. And he would put illustrations in his stories. Oh, uh, okay. Um, that's fun. Yeah, you should watch. Uh, you should watch an interview with Kurt Vonnegut. Like, watch him talk. Like, I'm done. I'm done being ashamed of my love for Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, another <laughs> great out. Vonnegut is uh, Mother Night, uh, in which the character is a former Nazi propagandist, like a guy who uh, um, he is in Nazi Germany, uh, and he's a playwright. Um, and he's not political or whatever, mm-hmm. but he's like, he has a wife that he loves very much. And, uh, basically he, um, he is approached by, uh, an American spy, mm-hmm. uh, during the rise of Hitler. And he's like, Hey, we need you to be work for us and like leverage yourself, uh, and become like the voice of the you know uh, the voice of hitler basically on the radio and he does it like he becomes like the greatest like nazi propagandist but he's secretly a spy for the united states so it's already morally like fucking confusing yeah because he's like he's so good at being a fascist but he just he doesn't give a fuck like the way he sees it he's just like He's like, this is the best thing I can do. Then the war ends, and the United States says, hey, we appreciate you what you did, but we can't admit that we did that. Um, so for all intents and purposes, like we're not going to prosecute you for being a Nazi, but you're on your own. So, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. it's it's so interesting. Like, 
uh, Kurt Vonnegut is the king of just like, like he just takes he takes your morality basically, and he just he turns it on its head, and he's yeah. just like, well, what about this motherfucker, <laughs> you know? And he it's just like, oh, you prick. Yeah. Uh, but it's also just like, god damn, you're you're funny. You're brilliant. You're funny. You're a funny motherfucker, Kurt Vonnegut. You know. R.I.P. Uh, for guys like me, Kurt is, uh, I don't know. He's, uh, he, he's a, a leader. A thought leader. Yeah. He's a... Th- <laughs> he's like my Amy Winehouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you, uh... You would be an Amy Winehouse person. That's like, that's your version of being Chugi. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse <laughs> Chugi. Name of the episode. <laughs> Amy, Amy Winehouse, Winehouse Chug. Yeah, definitely. You fucking Amy Winehouse Chug. I told you I saw the movie three times. Oh my in god! Theater, right? And How many know- times did you cry? <laughs> All three. All three. You know me. I don't watch movies. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's pretty times. insane. Yeah, I can't see you sitting still for <laughs> one time. Well, how how long of a documentary was it? I think it's like two hours. God damn. It's so well done. Have you ever seen it? She must have done a lot. Have you ever seen it? You would love it. It's about how... Yeah. You would like it. I don't want to spoil it. No, I have not seen it. Well, watch um, it. I own it on DVD, but like collector's edition. I started watching uh, Wormwood. What's that? Which is super interesting. Let's talk about some goddamn television, shall we? I, okay. Let's lighten the load. We'll see if I know. So I've been watching Wormwood, which is about MK Ultra. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were lightening the load. Yeah. Well, MK Ultra was this um, CIA uh, uh, project. Uh, that started in the 50s where they were doing psychological like torture and just like methods of like uh, interrogation and all sorts of fun stuff and they uh, they may or may not have had like some Nazi doctors working on it <laughs> you know you don't want to look into everyone's last name <laughs> uh, but uh this show is like half documentary. It's like half an interview with a guy who really did have a dad who was a scientist uh, who mysteriously killed himself uh, by jumping out of a hotel room window. Damn. Um, uh, it, but the initial report, like the coroner or whatever, was like, uh, like cause of death, like or whatever. It was like either. Either throw or it, it was like either jumped or f- uh, jumped out or fell out, and it's just like, well, that doesn't really make any sense. Like, yeah. did he like? I I don't know. Like, how could it be? Yeah, those two options. Um. Anyway, I'm I'm getting. To tunnel vision, yeah, it's a good show. Uh, MK Ultra is a good thing to look into. Very good thing. What else have we been watching? Oh yeah, House, oh yeah, House of Dragons. House of the Dragons. House of the Dragons. 
It's been uh, f- <clears throat> it's been fun. I think it's been real fun. Uh, fu- it's gotten it's had the right amount of shock. You know, yeah. like some a little bit of gratuitous violence never did anyone any harm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the crabs eating those guys. Yeah, that, that like, was weird. That was like disturbing as fuck, I thought. And then you had the birth, the cesarean section Oh scene. my god. That was... In the pilot? Goddamn. That scene was like... I felt it's traumatizing. That. Yeah, that was like fucking scary. Yeah, like that was a very heavy scene. Right. Um. Obviously, Game of Thrones isn't uh, entirely true. Yeah. I know it's based on true. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it's all true. A guy who thinks that it's like history. Yeah. He just believes in dragons. He does believe. So yeah, dragons were. I mean. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. What What if there were dragons? Um. Like, do you think uh, there were dragons? Do I think there are dragons? No. <laughs> Damn. No, I don't. Um. I don't see how. Isn't there, like, a good possibility that, like, dinosaurs just, like, had feathers? Like, they were fucking birds, basically. <laughs> like, terrifying yeah. birds. Yeah. Because <laughs> now I'm picturing, like, a T-Rex like, with yeah, feathers. Yeah, a, a T-Rex with fucking fuzz. <laughs> like, it just a T-Rex. <laughs> it kind of does resemble, like, a giant, like baby duck or something or yeah. baby goose or something like you know yeah like it's built like a baby yeah yeah it's a baby my, my baby yeah baby cubie. t-rex is just like my baby 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 little baby hands my baby uh uh you oh, like cubie. jurassic park right my baby yeah i do huh i do That's actually pretty good it is. It's uh, it's one of those where it's like Isn't it, there has, a new... it has appeal to the masses. There's, is there a new one out, or no? Is there a new one coming out, or is it done? Uh, Jurassic Park. Is there a new one? Um, I don't know. Oh, look at this big old fellow. Sorry, I got got sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> what about Jurassic Park though? It's, uh, I, you know how I'm mentally ill and I can't watch a movie without viewing it through, like, some sort of leftist, like, yeah, uh, perspective. And don't do, don't, don't ruin it. Jurassic Park is so fun. Uh, yeah, but there's, there's stuff in the subtext, like. Like what? So, uh, in Jurassic Park, you have, uh, you have this old rich guy, um, who just kind of represents a capitalist, uh, Mm -hmm. someone who slaps his name onto research that's not his, um, and he recklessly funds and controls a company that, um, and ignores concerns. Mm Mm-hmm. 
because he sees profit. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, I just kind of see it as a metaphor for capitalism. It's like, it's just like, yeah, these um, these people ignore facts. They uh, they don't care. They have tunnel vision about like eyes on the prize. Like let's just franchise it and make fucking money, money. out of it. Yeah. Um, and you know that that perspective is given in the fucking movie. I'm yeah. not just projecting. No, that. no, like, I fucking that, that that's what. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's character is the cynic, and he's just like. You know, he gives that speech where he's just like, and what did you do? You slapped your name on it, and you sell it, or and you sell it, or whatever. Yeah. Like, that scene, like, it's, uh, there's some lefty shit in that movie. Yeah. Who's the director? Uh, Spielberg. Oh. Um. Do you like give me another one. Like give me another movie. One that you like. I'll, 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 I'll fucking give you my takes. Mighty Joe Young. I don't know that one. <laughs> I remember it was like that. Was that a Disney film? I, I know it was so. live action. Yeah, but yeah, it was Disney. Uh, I don't know that one at all. Really. Okay, I could do if you were gonna do any like kids movies, we would have to do a Pixar. Oh, probably. Were you not allowed to watch Disney? No, I was. I oh. but there were certain Disney films that my parents didn't let me fuck with, like. Uh, Hercules, because that was about pagan gods. Can you imagine? It's about Greek gods, and they're like, we don't want them seeing other gods portrayed. (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, and it's just like I, I. well, look at me now, like what I've turned into, because I'm also too cynical to enjoy a, a Disney movie. Um, yeah. Although I will, like, you know, I'll watch anything and fucking give my little fucking take on okay. it, on why it's stupid. But give me another one. Give Big me, Daddy. Big Daddy with uh, Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. I really haven't watched. I don't know. I, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it once, but it's just like. I'm not like a big Adam Sandler guy, believe it or not. I'm just like old I Adam like, Sandler was so good. Yeah, some some of it's like super funny. I get yeah. it, but some of it I don't get. Yeah, I like I like uh, certain like Bill Murray, okay. but not all Bill Murray. Yeah, that's another thing. He, some people I feel like he gets too much credit, uh, but sometimes he's fucking hilarious. Like, what about Bob? I don't know if I if I'm. That's a hidden or... treasure. Like, <clears throat> if you've seen What About Bob? Um, what about Bob? What about Bob is a film from the '90s, I believe, uh, with Richard Dreyfus and Bill Murray, and Richard Dreyfus plays this uh, very narcissistic psychiatrist who has just written a book. And uh, it's a book that's like being been a real success, and mm-hmm. he his goal in life has been to be on Good Morning America, and he finally is going to get his wish. Mm-hmm. Oh. And right before he goes on vacation, 
he meets his newest patient, which is Bob Wiley, played by Bill Murray. <laughs> and Bob Wiley is just this, like, extremely, like, neurotic, like, just, <laughs> like, super neurodivergent <laughs> man who will not leave him alone. Like, yeah. so needy with his, like, fucking therapist or whatever. And he follows him to, against his will. Like, he follows him on vacation to Lake Winnipesaukee. <laughs> and, like, just, like, through uh, misfortunes and, you know, just, like, flukes, he's able to, like, stay, while, like, the entire time he's on vacation <laughs> and, like, just infiltrate the family, basically. <laughs> And it just slowly drives the psychiatrist insane. Now, that is fucking funny to yeah, me. That's, that's, that's so funny. funny. Um, and Bob Wiley, the the character that Bill Murray plays, is uh, he's like a neurotic, um, uh, germaphobe, you know, you name it. Like neurotic he's afraid or of erotic? Neurotic. Oh. <laughs> erotic. What? An erotic German No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> there are people like that. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> one time I dated this girl for a second. It uh-huh. was like a very short amount of time. A very short second. A very passionate fling where we made out a couple times. Uh-huh. But, and, and, you know, we had thrown around, uh, uh, long-term plans and stuff because she was that type of psycho who was like, like uh, you know, within meeting a person, like within a week of meeting a person, she'd be like, well, I just want to do something. Like, I don't have forever, like, yeah. you know, like, uh, I'm looking for someone to marry or whatever. And she was just like this horrid, rich brat. Uh-huh. Like, just it it was so important to her to just like let people know like that she's fucking loaded yeah and it's because of her daddy and she also she's she was just like a big like shit lib uh you know like mm-hmm. a hillary clinton loving like shit lib <laughs> uh and her dad had like a car dealership and it was a Trump guy. Hell and yeah. like and she hated her Trump dad, you know. Yeah. Uh but, you know, she's loved him too because he pays for her All like her fucking stuff. mortgage. She had like a she had a goddamn like apartment in the river market that she owned and like paid she said that she paid like six hundred dollars in HOA fees a month or some bullshit. <laughs> oh my God. Like HOA in Kansas City if you're like paying yeah. for it. and who the fuck buys an apartment in Kansas City like it's <laughs> so weird like what the fuck is that yeah. like are you who what a wasp and so they can be like... landlords afterwards when, yeah. when babies die yes yes because that's what the rich do they buy up the resources they fucking control the internet and then everyone who wants to do business has to give them their little piece 
Give me my money. Google's got to get their little I don't keys. want to. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, God damn. We, dude, to. we watched The Shining last week, and God damn, what a movie. God damn. Uh, Bella. The Shining uh, also has like some cool hidden meetings, as we know. Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen Room 243, I think it's called. Whatever the room is in The Shining. Oh. Uh, but that's a very, very fun film. Very fun film. Yeah. Very fun film. Very fun It goes film. over the conspiracies. Go I don't know if the they are conspiracies, though, because there is in The Shining a very clear subtext about uh, the genocide of indigenous people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean... The, the hotel in that movie is on an Indian burial ground. It's reference. Would you want to go? We go to, uh, the to the Overlook or whatever. It's the Stanley Hotel. Is that what it's? Yeah, oh, Murder it's... by Murder by Death plays a show right. there every year. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. And do and people stay in the hotel? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Murder by Death. It, oh God. And people kind of get dressed Dude, up like it's people love fun. Murder by Death. If you're listening to this and you don't know Murder by Death, they're a good ass time. Fuck you if you don't know. Them. They're well, they're they're a good ass time. It's just like, uh, it's like violins and goddamn like southern yeah. like gothic rock, I guess yeah. gothic like country, and they do fun yeah. ass covers. And the guy's voice is just outrageously pleasant to yeah. listen to. Yeah. Um. It's just a listen to. I would say start with "Good Morning Magpie." Honestly, that's the best one. Is like that's your fave. Uh, yeah, that's the only one I consistently still listen to too. But it's to me, it stands out. Yeah, it does to me too, for sure. But uh, I really like their new album a lot. It's a little yeah. different, but it's good. See, the bands lyric, get lame like, in their old age, though, and I I shouldn't judge them for that because some bands are not that way. And as we know, fucking Bowie, for example, he put out a fucking banger right before he died. Yeah. Leonard Cohen put out a banger right before he died. Yeah. You ever listen to "You Want It Darker" by Leonard Cohen? Mm, maybe yesterday. These are men that are just like they're they're the greatest like. Uh, you know, songwriters and like pop stars basically of our time. And they're. What uh, about Justin Bieber? Well, they're. Um, I mean, Justin Bieber. Yeah. Is a corporate. Um, Made. He's a corporate produced, like just surrogate of. Yeah. A real genius. Yeah. Like, you know? Like, it's just a manufactured he, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, very much so. I nothing, feel like that's what all pop Nothing is. there. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, they have skill. Like, they're good at writing pop songs, but they're good. They, that What they're good at is just writing, like, the lowest co- common denominator, like... Yeah, if they're um, even writing their songs these days. Yeah, that's yeah. That's the other thing. It's just, yeah, it's, uh, it just feels so fucking manufactured. It really does. Um, so that's why, like, I just crave the fucking, 
you know, the sludge metal and shit like that. Like, guys who are not um, in it necessarily to sell... To the mass? Uh, yeah, they're not included on Hyundai commercials <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, but they're just like, fuck it. Hail Satan. Yeah. I love that shit. Let's rap. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and rap. Um... <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you. Uh, we love you. You guys have been growing, and uh, you guys have been... I don't know if it's the same people like coming to the shows and stuff, any of you, but this is a movement. Yeah. This is becoming a movement. We're we have, starting look, to snowball. These, 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 yes, and there's so much synergy behind all the projects and all the boys. Think of all the boys and all their reels. Uh, like getting hundreds of thousands of views. I know. And we're all sharing each other's shit. We got sold out showcases at the Rhino. We got Sunday service. Uh, we got just like painting in general. Yeah. And we got an amazing community of people that are doing like creative shit. Oh my gosh, I uh, know. It's wonderful. It is. It's been fun. It has. Um, and we're just getting started, so... Uh, yeah, come see me. Actually, if you're listening, the like, there's very off chance. Uh, you want to come see me at the comedy club come Thursday, come like uh, Thursday the first of September. Okay. Well, we didn't open with a prayer, so I'd like to close with one. Okay. Led by Bella. Okay, Bella. This is a good bit for video, but I don't know about the audio. Can you... Are you trying to, like, squeeze her until she squawks? <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's going. Yeah, she's a pretty stubborn cat. She doesn't really... Bella! ...like to perform. Speak. Okay. She doesn't do a lot of... She All doesn't right. do a lot of tricks. Um, we must bow our but, heads. Okay, We're okay. saying our prayer. All right, well, all right, you pray. This is your prayer. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, just want to say thank you for this glorious moment <laughs> that we have had um, and that we have shared with you, our listeners. Um, you bring us, you know, these listeners bring us so much joy. Amen. <laughs> Amen. The reason we wake up, and it's all because of you, God. Oh, Lord. So keep being God and. uh, Keep being God. And uh, (laughs) amen. (laughs) You're you're telling God, good job. Yeah. (laughs) Job. Do you think God likes being told good job? His name is Maybe you should. Jod? Jod. Like Job. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll see you guys uh, maybe later this week. I've been known to crank out some episodes. Yeah. We got and a We're, we're, we're going to see. I uh, We had some shit fall through, obviously, this week. Oh, uh, oh my God. We got it. All right. <laughs> bye.